Welcome to the weekday podcast of Sugar Hill Church, where we desire to help you know God and discover your purpose. Whether you're exercising, driving, meditating, or just hanging out while you tune in with us today, thanks. We hope these next five minutes help you feel encouraged and inspired for your day. Hi, everybody. This is Pastor Chuck Allen, and thanks so much for joining me on today's weekday podcast. You know, there, there can never be a conference out there or a book out there or, 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 or even a TED Talk, I suppose, that would make sense called radical relevance. That's because the two words are contradictory. Cultural relevance means that not just one person, but a bunch of people have gotten to an idea or a way of thinking first. It's the defining point of like current thinking and contemporary culture. It doesn't have new ideas of its own, and yet a a big bunch of the church in America strives to be, and I put in air quotes, relevant. Oftentimes spending small fortunes on trying to grow a church through consultants or how to increase their, and again, air quotes, relevancy. And yet scripture calls neither the church nor individual believers to be, there it is again, relevant. The, bird, the, the word relevant, you can't even find in the Bible. You can't find it in the Old Testament. You can't find it in the New Testament on one time. No, we're called to be so much more. Matthew writes in his gospel account in chapter 5, beginning in verse 43, he says, You've heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may prove yourselves to be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. And then in Matthew's Gospel in chapter 6, verse 24, no one can serve two masters. Either you'll hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And then in Luke's gospel, chapter 9, beginning in verse 23, he says, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? Wow. I mean, this is a lot, isn't it? I mean, Matthew goes on in chapter 25, beginning in verse 41, it says, Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels, for I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, you didn't take me in, naked and you didn't clothe me, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, When did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? When when did that happen? And then he will answer them saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. Actively loving somebody's enemy, making the binary choice between God and money, utter self-sacrifice, ministering to folks that are in need, no matter how icky, inconvenient, or intolerable it may seem, these are not culturally relevant actions, but instead a radical, transformative lifestyle. And that's what we're called to do. G.K. Chesterton, the great uh, theologian of days gone by, said, the Christian ideal is, has not been tried and found wanting. It has been found difficult and left untried. Wow. Hashtag truth, even in most churches. Friends, listen, 
as 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 we talk about this today over the past year there have far more people that for the first time here in America reject church instead of choosing to attend why well i i think it's because institutional church has succeeded in becoming culturally relevant and has nothing to offer that's different than the rest of the world i, I don't i can't say that about all churches but i think it happens to ours sometimes the challenge is we're not really called to be relevant but we are called to be radical, radical in love, radical in forgiveness, radical in giving, radical in sacrifice, radical in service. We're called to these actions and to communicate with our society and our culture in a loving, gracious way. We're called to radical inclusion, but not to relevance. My friend, I trust you have a wonderful, blessed day. And as you do, ponder these things and determine in your life, where would God call you to be more radical? God bless you, friend. Thanks for joining me on today's weekday podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today for the weekday podcast. Our prayer is that the encouragement you just heard would help you live more like Jesus today. We would love to see you at Sugar Hill Church for one of our gatherings each Sunday at 9, 15, and 11. And we're always streaming live at live.sugarhill.church. Thanks again for joining us today. As always, if today's message encouraged you, share it with friends and family by tapping the share button. Have an awesome day.